0: What's up, friends? I am so excited for today's interview. I have Bryn Smith, Epically Awesome RD. Yes, that should be her official credential. We are going to be talking about a super important topic today, the body image spectrum. So body image is not like this, I body bully and then I love my body switch that we flip on and off. It really exists on a spectrum, and we're going to be unpacking that for y'all today. Today. It's a good one, so gear up for it. But before we dive in, my Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations is cheap. It is cheap this month. I'm giving you guys $50 off this e-course. This is my process. I mean, this is what I do, and I've been building on for over a decade with the women I work with, and I know that we cannot make sustainable food changes until we lay this food foundation, and really dive into empowered eating. So you're gonna wanna head over jessbrownrd.com, click on courses, and when you check out, enter SUMMERSTEEL! All caps, that's gonna get you guys $50 off. Cannot wait for you guys to feel this freedom. I mean, it's amazing. The coolest part, I have to say this, the coolest part about food freedom is that it frees you up to take better care of your body. So it's like the thing you were trying to do in the first place, you can now freely do because you have the energy to do it. You're not beating yourself up or trying to like restrict and rein it in. It's just amazing and really cool things can be done when you lay this food foundation. So head on over there, summer steel exclamation point to get that $50 off guys. That is only good through the month of July and that's the cheapest it's going to get. So you don't want to miss it. All right, let's dive into this epically awesome interview with epically awesome Bryn Smith on a really cool topic. Hey girl, you are amazing and you possess this unique inner awesome that the world so desperately needs. And guess what? Your body size has nothing to do with that. But I get it. I spent way too many years living in insecurity and I have spent the last decade working with women just like you who have struggled with the same. And when it comes down to it, I think our amazingness becomes all too easily eclipsed by two things. Body bullying, which in turn impacts how we take care of our body. Whether it's over or under eating, over exercising or not moving at all, moving from dieting to anti-diet culture, girl, the pendulum just keeps swinging. I started this podcast because it's time to break up with body bullying and find a way to live balanced in your body. I'm Jess, a body bully warrior, registered dietitian, and food freedom guru. I believe that when we stop letting culture define health, beauty, and what we should and shouldn't eat, we are finally free to live in our own bodies. This podcast is just one of the many resources I have for you, ladies. Be sure to head on over to JessBrownRD.com. Check out my ebook, e-course, supplements, meal plans. Guys, I've got so much more for you, and I'm adding to that list on the daily. Are you ready to channel your inner awesome at a whole nother level? Grab a cup of coffee, lace up those running shoes, and let's dive in to today's show. Hey friends, I'm so excited today because I have a special guest who's actually been on the show before. If you guys tuned in the first month, Brynn Smith joined us and she's back again today. Hello, <laughs> hello everyone. So those of you who have not had the pleasure of meeting Brynn, she is one of my favorite dietitians. We have been, how long have we been working together now? Gosh,
1: at least five years, more maybe maybe
0: well it feels like forever because (laughs) so you guys probably pick up on this from my podcast and my style like I'm very like sporadic and I tend to kind of be all over the place sometimes Bryn's like my anchor (laughs) Bryn is the person that holds (laughs) me steady (laughs) I don't know if you signed up for that on purpose you know it's
1: my pleasure I'm here (laughs) here for it I will continue to be the anchor
0: I love it well we were chatting the other day um in my office and we always have such fun conversations and we just had one that kind of sparked our fire and we wanted mm-hmm. to bring it to the podcast today. Yeah, I'm excited. It's something that I think has been
1: coming up with a lot of our patients mm-hmm. just kind of separately. And so then we started talking and saw how it overlapped. It's like this needs to be talked about. Absolutely.
0: Totally. Totally. Yes. Yeah. It's coming up everywhere. Like in our personal lives, and our social lives, with patients, yeah. We are going to be talking to you guys today about looking at this continuum of body image because it really is a continuum where it's like body hate, body neutrality, mm-hmm. body love, and we want to look at the whole thing and kind of unpack it for you guys today. Our goal is to give you guys some food for thought when it comes to this continuum and to help you guys identify where you fall on this continuum and kind of, you know, where are you? Because awareness is the first step in behavior change. Always. That is what I tell
1: all of my patients. I'm like, awareness is where we start. Yeah. Every single time.
0: So we want to pick up on where you guys are and then maybe identify where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And hopefully pick up some practical steps on how to get there. So before we are talking, though, we feel like we need to give a disclaimer. Yes. Uh, yes. There should Always. Always <laughs> a disclaimer.
1: And this is just kind of a life disclaimer, I feel like. We always come to these conversations with the lens of our own values. And Jess, you were bringing up that you... You, you enjoy these conversations because so many of our values overlap.
0: Absolutely.
1: Right. And so I think you've talked about your values on the podcast before. Yep.
0: Right? Yeah. Mine are health, family, faith, wisdom, and then influence or meaningful work.
1: Right. And so my top five are health, family, faith, balance, and growth. Right. So we have lots of overlap there. Yeah. Literally. Our top
0: three are like yes. <laughs> totally in alignment. Well, and I wanted to give the disclaimer because I so often say on the show, like, filter it through your values, through your values. And I know this conversation is filtered through my values. So I just want to kind of lay that out here for you guys. And I think a lot of the people that tune in have some alignment with that, but just in case you don't, just want to make sure you guys are aware that that's the lens we're definitely looking at this conversation through today. Yes. Okay. So first of all, let's talk about this continuum of body image.
1: I can even kind of just talk about how I started to get to know the continuum. Yeah. Because going into this field of working in dietetics, specifically working with disordered eating, but also just being a woman in our society, i had always been introduced to this idea of just positive body image and love the way you look Mm -hmm. um, and just trying to find out how to do that, really. Right. Um, And I think the first time I realized there was an alternative to just loving the way that I looked was watching this TED Talk. I think you introduced it to me, actually, but it's titled, You Don't Have to Love Your Body, Just Stop Hating It.
0: You know, she does... Um, She's actually from Albuquerque. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. She's yes. awesome. Shout out to... She's got a podcast. Um, I forget what it's called. It used to be called... Uh, it's something self-love with Stephanie or... Shoot. I'll find it and I'll tag it in the notes because she's awesome. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that was like the first time I realized
1: I was like, oh, wait, there isn't this like black and white. There is this like line. There's this huge gray area of, okay, I don't have to hate my body, but the alternative doesn't have to be love because love feels so impossible to get to sometimes.
0: Right. And how many of our clients feel mm-hmm. that, you know, yes. where it's like, there's just, there's no way I could ever love my body. Like, right. It, yeah. And for so many reasons, like whether it's they feel like it doesn't fit our cultural definition of beauty, whether it's they've been through trauma and like, quote, loving their body feels like they have to accept, you know, there's some trauma right. work that needs to be done right. there. I mean, there's a lot that comes with that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And it just, it feels so out of reach for people that they're kind of like, why even try?
0: Right. Right. right.
1: Yes. So it's, it's
0: discouraging.
1: It is discouraging. So starting to look at this continuum of, okay, well, there's body hate and body loathing on one end and really like. My hope is that nobody is ever there, (laughs) (laughs) right? Or nobody is ever there forever, I should say. But then we move through this, like, okay, I can tolerate my body, and then maybe Mm -hmm. I can accept my body and have neutrality with my body. Then maybe I can like my body and maybe
0: appreciate it, and then maybe I can love it. I love that. It's the spectrum that takes away this, like, on-off switch Mm -hmm. of, like, I hate my body, but now... Now I all of a sudden have to love it, like that doesn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. It feels more tangible and doable and it it lays steps along the way, which yes. I think is really empowering.
1: Absolutely. To feel like, oh, there is a path instead of just seeing this like thing this like huge thing on the other side of the Grand Canyon where you're like, I need to get
0: there. Right. I don't know how. Okay, so if we're looking at this continuum, let's unpack it a little bit. So we've got the body hate, or I call it body bullying, where we just pick our bodies apart. Everything's wrong with our body. Nothing's good enough. So if somebody's there, what's the next step on this continuum?
1: Yeah. I'd say the next step is just being able to tolerate your body, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's not this thing that you're trying to escape from all yeah. the time. Uh, where we see that often, where whether people are trying to escape it through Like, dieting and changing it or just totally being numb to it and not Mm -hmm. feeling their body and just not being aware of their body at
0: all. Yeah, like complete detachment. Mm -hmm. It's holding space of, like, not liking your body and at the same time just tolerating the dislike. Like, in therapy world, we call it distress tolerance.
1: Exactly. Kind of like to say it of like, it's saying... It is what it is, but not being very happy about it. Still having a little bit of judgment there.
0: Like the way I I always describe body distress or distress tolerance is if you interlace all your fingers together, look at which thumb lands on top and then switch thumbs. And I always say like, well, how does that feel? And It's like, well, it feels weird, right? Right. And you kind of go, well, okay, yeah, it feels weird because you haven't done it that way before, but it's not like you're doing it wrong. It's just different. And that's what this body tolerance is, is like just sitting in the the different space of like, okay, I'm just tolerating the fact that I may not love my body, but I'm not like trying to run away from it anymore. Exactly.
1: Yes. So it's this first step of being just more attached to your
0: body. Yeah. One of the things I recommend in this stage is just not even looking in mirrors, like Mm -hmm. as little as possible. I've had one client right now is covering up her mirrors. Yeah. Like, let's just stay away. Looking at them doesn't help you anyways. So let's cover them up. Right. Anything that's going to
1: take you into that space of body bullying, Mm -hmm. trying to move away from that, whether that is sitting in the mirror, picking yourself apart, Mm -hmm. or when you're looking at pictures, picking yourself apart. So just anything that's going to lead you into that behavior. Trying to step away from those. Yeah. Activities.
0: Social media. Mm-hmm. That's the other one that comes to mind.
1: Oh, absolutely. Doing a social media kind of like cleanse. Yeah. <laughs> at this point. Yes. It's a great time for a cleanse. Yeah. <laughs> social media cleanse.
0: That's like the one cleanse I've been full support of. Like, let's detox social media.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. I'm like, whether well, that means stepping away from social media or that means like actually going through and taking an inventory of what you're looking at yes. on social media and saying, okay. This isn't beneficial to me. Like, social media is supposed to enhance our lives. Right. Not take away from it.
0: Yeah. And if you're scrolling there and all of a sudden you're, like, feeling your stomach and hating it even more, whatever body Mm -hmm. part it is that you hyper-focus on, yeah, we need a detox. Yes. Okay, so we've got body tolerance, and then next on this spectrum is going to be body appreciation. And I actually think most of us try to skip the tolerance piece and jump to appreciation, and that can be... Hard. <laughs> Very hard.
1: Yeah, because it's still like there's not this like attachment to your body yet. Mm-hmm. So it's like how are you supposed to appreciate something that you're still trying to run away from? Oh,
0: that's good. I love that. I want to say that again. How are you supposed to appreciate your body when you're still not attached to it? Mm-hmm. That's that's good stuff, Bryn. See why I love talking to her? <laughs> so for moving then from this body tolerance to body appreciation, what's one of your favorite things to do with clients here? Because this is a fun one.
1: Yes. I like... I go back to this, like the age old gratitude, right? We see in research all the time that gratitude mm-hmm. does change the way we think. It mm-hmm. does change our mental health. And so just starting with one thing that maybe you don't hate about your body, just saying, okay, like my elbow is neat, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like maybe not even having to like something yet or focusing on what your body does. And I know that you're big on this.
0: Huge on the functionality. For, yes. yes. Yes.
1: So focusing on what your body does and not what it looks like. I have one client right now who just had her second kid and she is struggling to be okay with her body. Oh, that's tough. Again. Yeah, so yeah. tough. And so, like, you know, letting her be uncomfortable in her body was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Just like the first thing, like, you don't have to change it. You don't have to do anything about it. It's okay to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And just sitting there first and then moving into this, okay, like, my stomach right now is allowing me to cuddle my kids right right or it's giving them comfort. Um, so just like finding these little things that that just show what her body is doing right now just exactly how it is.
0: right. Oh, I love that. And I think because for me personally that's been my biggest ticket into body like acceptance and body neutrality is looking at the functionality. And this is where I drank, you know, this, I drank the CrossFit juice and yes. I love CrossFit, but so much of why I love it is because there are no mirrors in the gym mm-hmm. and everything I do in that gym is about what my body's capable of and it has nothing to do with what it looks like. Yes. Now every once in a while I am human. Like I appreciate some of the physical benefits I get from it and I do feel better in my body but that's not the first that's not the driving factor
1: right and I would say like the first time I really like started to look at exercise as a way of body appreciation was when I started to realize like oh when I ride my bike I feel free yeah and so it's really cool that my body gets me to this place where I can just start cruising down a road and just feel so free or like Lifting weights, it's like, I feel
0: invincible Yes, that. Yeah, that's right? why I like lifting weights because <laughs> yes. I'm like, I'm so, I've always been short. I've always yes. been like, the they always call me the puny one, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so with when I lift weights, I'm like, oh, yes, I am strong. <laughs> you know, my little inner lion comes out. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the body appreciation one I love, and obviously I'm big on the functionality, but the other tool that I love to do with clients is 10 things you do love about that Mm -hmm. body part. And it it feels extensive and it's actually kind of hard, but it helps us expand our gratitude grasp and how much we can pull in. So for example, if somebody doesn't like their stomach, instead of saying, well, tell me something, one thing, I say, tell me 10 things you appreciate about your stomach.
1: Yes. And we have to go
0: into detail, like, well, I appreciate that... You know, there are orians behind it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that it did stretch to give me a baby in your client's case. And we have to get down to the details of like, well, I guess I'm grateful for my belly button because it was my lifeline to my mom that grew me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, yes. but getting to 10 on that is challenging and can really, I think, help shift perspective. It,
1: it absolutely does. That reminds me of even just one of the distress tolerance tools that I've learned from working with therapists is like think of 25 uses for a pen. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, and there's something about making your mind stretch like that that actually just changes how our minds are working and functioning. And Mm -hmm. so it does help to shift us out of this bullying space and this tolerating Mm -hmm. space and being like, oh, I have to get creative now. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I can't
0: just state the obvious. Yes, yes, absolutely. 25, I haven't heard that one. Like, what's one of the most creative ones you've heard about 25 ways to use a pen? I think it was like... I don't even
1: remember. I was just trying to think on my own. Right. We were doing it as a group, and we, like, had struggled to come up with it. I remember one person was like, we could use it as a paperweight. And I was like, there we go. That
0: is one. Or, like, like, clipping things together. I'm thinking, like, if you dismantle it, it could be a spitwad launcher. Exactly. Can't you tell I have little boys? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the body appreciation one, I think, you know, once we get into body tolerance and we can start moving towards body appreciation, this is where it does start to get like a little more tactical and mm-hmm. tangible. Now the next step here is moving into what we call body neutrality. This is where you and I really love to land with patients, but how do how do you describe body neutrality to your patients? Yeah, I describe body
1: neutrality as like your body is just there and it's one of it's a part of you, but it's not the most important part of who you are. Right? Like you can take it or leave it. It's helping you serve a function. It is like mm-hmm. your I think like, I use the word vessel, and I, you know, it's your vessel in this world, but it's it's just helping you accomplish all the things that you are, mm-hmm.
0: and it, it is not what you are. Right. Vessel is what we use. I've heard earth suit used before, um, instrument. One of the things I like to throw in there now is our values vessel, mm-hmm. which pulling it back to the values is like... This is what we use to launch and live our values. Yeah, and that, that's a powerful space to sit because it is going to the functionality, but now it's also opening our mind to see our body as an opportunity to be a catalyst for our values. So it's like when we shift our focus here, we no longer carry judgment about how we look because we just don't focus energy on it anymore. You know, our attention then is on our values and our body is a part of the life puzzle that allows us to live out our values to the fullest.
1: I think one important thing to mention, too, is that these are not, like, stepping stones that you reach and then you never move back, right? Yes. Because this is a continuum, you're constantly shifting back and forth. Um, And so, like, for me, I even, so I recently got married a few months ago. Very exciting. (laughs) So exciting. Yes. Which is, like, one of the best days ever, right? Right. But we got our wedding photos about a month after our wedding. Mm -hmm. And because life is just, like, so chaotic when you get married and it's a lot of change and we had just moved in together and all these different changes, like, everything was feeling a little bit rocky. So I know that I was trying to put a lot more focus on my body. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I was so scared to open the wedding photos. Were you really? So scared. I even told my husband, I was like, I don't want to open them because I'm so scared. I'm going to just going to pick myself apart. Yes, I get that. Right. I get that. So it actually took me several days to work myself into this place where it was like, okay, it doesn't matter if, you know, (laughs) you got a little bit of flub hanging out from the side of your dress or it doesn't matter if you like look a little funny in a picture. But it was just about remembering that day. And so it took me a while to talk myself into that. And then once I opened them, it was like, okay. Okay, like I really appreciate that. This was the body that I married my husband in.
0: Yeah. Oh right? I
1: love that. Yeah. And it, yeah. Like, it took me a while to get there, but like once you've been in appreciation and neutrality, like even if you go back to bullying, it's easier to work yourself back.
0: I get asked the question a lot, like Jess just- you know, your post eating disorder, like, does it ever end? Like, do you ever stop struggling with body image stuff? And I always say no, because it's like, number one, once we get past body image, now we start aging, you know, and I joke with you about this a lot. Where I'm like, oh my gosh, it's happening. But it's like, there's always these challenges. And I think there's constantly cultural triggers or Mm -hmm. life triggers, like you're talking about where things are, you don't know what's next. Or, you know, we do, we go back and forth all the time. I know I was definitely triggered back into that uh, post-baby like your client. That's hard. It's just hard for all moms, I think. It was almost like I initially started kind of beating myself up for feeling insecure because I was like, Jess, you should know better. It's like I was mad at myself that I didn't appreciate the fact that my stomach stretched to grow baby. You know, I started shaming myself like, you know, some women struggle with this and would give anything to have a stretched out stomach. But yeah, eventually, like I had to come back and give myself some grace and understand, like yeah, I live in this world too, in our culture too, and yeah. And then I was able to once I gave myself that like piece of acceptance, like it's okay to still struggle. Yes. Then, then I was able to get back to body appreciation and body neutrality.
1: Right, and I think it's important to realize that like positive body image or good body image is not thinking that your body looks good all the time, but just knowing that your body is good,
0: right, no matter okay. what it looks like, right. So this idea of body neutrality, I mean this. This is where I want to live, right? And right. this is a great place to be because then it's not... We're constantly objectifying our body and worried about what it looks like. It's really just our attention isn't like fo- hyper-focused on it. Now, beyond body neutrality on the spectrum is body love. And I think this word has a lot of different meaning to a lot of different people. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's a hard thing where there is such a... There's a body love movement
1: mm-hmm. definitely going on. And I'm very excited about, you know how companies will change their marketing strategies and everything to incorporate more bodies as part of
0: this body love movement. But there can be some pitfalls as well. Right. Yeah, there definitely can be. And I think I had a conversation with a client just last week who was like, Jess, I want to be like totally transparent because we're working on some body image Mm -hmm. stuff. And she was like, the word body love triggers me because in my value system, being hyper focused on my body like that is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And I think, you know, a lot of people that do have faith in their their top values, this can feel like a conflict and right. make, you know, body appreciation, all these things feel even farther away because they're like, well, I don't even know if I should be walking towards mm-hmm. body love. So I think we want to unpack this a little bit. So on one end, body love, there's a difference between hyper focusing on it and being proud of it and just taking care of it.
1: Right. Right, where I can love my body through moving it or through nourishing it, resting it, doing all sorts of things. And and it's okay to even like the way you look, and it's okay to love the way you look. Right, right. right. But yeah, when it becomes this hyper-focus of you know, I'm focusing on, I love my body even with its flaws, or I love my body even if it's not the quote-unquote perfect body. Mm -hmm. Um, It can go a little bit too far. And I had a similar conversation with one of my clients, and we started talking about this idea of toxic body positivity, Mm -hmm. where it it does just seem to push to this, like, I have to love my body, I have to show off my body, I have to do all these things. And that also was not within her value system as Mm -hmm. well. She was like, this totally conflicts with what I believe of Saying like, yes, my body is important. I want to take care of it. But it is not the end all be all of who I am. Like I am so much more than this.
0: Yeah, it's a fine line. Mm -hmm. I think I struggle with it on social media because so much of social media is like showing off bodies. And yeah, it's hard to do. I was talking to a friend who was like, well, you you post the pictures uh, that like show parts of your body. But then you put the content in there that like helps change like whatever behavior you're trying to change. And I was like, I can't do it. Like, I can't put even that much hyper-focus on my body because it conflicts with, like, my values and how much I want to focus on my body. Yeah, it's a a tough line. But I think the self-care piece Mm -hmm. is different. And I think a lot of people, when they say body love, do mean, like, from the self-care side, not this toxic body positivity movement that Mm -hmm. we're seeing. And that might be something like you were saying like resting your body or feeding your body (laughs) you know it can look a lot of different ways so if I think of how I love my husband like I do things for him to demonstrate my love like I'll make his lunch for him before he leaves or he loves to drink coffee in the morning so you know I'll get the coffee pot and pull the coffee mug out and set it out for him like I do those things to demonstrate my love for him Mm -hmm. What I don't have is a life-size poster of him without his shirt on hanging up in my office or bathroom. I mean, I wouldn't be totally opposed to that. (laughs) But, like, that's not how I show my love for him. So if we flip that over to body image and taking demonstrating love for our body, it might be the same. Where it's like our actions are showing how we love our body, not necessarily still putting it on display.
1: Right. And so you're having like a relationship with your body yeah. as well instead of just looking at how it looks. Yes. Right? Because even the body love movement and just like focusing so much on what we love still just diminishes a person to a body. Mm-hmm. Right? When we're saying you are so much more than your body and that is just one part of who you are and it's not even the most important
0: part of who you are. Right. Right. You know the coolest part about body neutrality, at least this has been my experience, is that when you get there, you you have more of this freedom. To like enjoy feeling beautiful like and taking care of your body in different ways so yes. like i i don't think i actually look any different but i feel more beautiful than i've ever felt before and i think it's because i took the pressure off and i just like enjoying my body for what it is and i enjoy makeup in different ways you know i enjoy getting dressed up in different ways and yeah, I don't know. It's just like gives you space to just be free. Absolutely. Because there's not that
1: pressure to be perfect. Yes. Right. Which is yes. where a lot of the body bullying comes from. And so it's like when you reach this place of neutrality, it's like I get to enjoy what I am, who I am, like my body and what it is just yes. right
0: now, which is just wonderful. You know what I'm thinking of is like back when my girlfriends and I in college, before we went out, we used to joke like we needed to get out because the longer we stayed in our dorm room or whatever room we were in we put more makeup on like we found more things to pick apart you know it's like the mascara clumping got thicker and thicker and thicker the longer we were there because we were so focused on how we look and I think now just I spend very little time getting ready actually and that mm. got even better after the pandemic my record I'm so yes. proud of it. it's like like five, 10 minutes now. That's awesome. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, it's pretty quick. I feel like you actually do look better because you're, you know, I, I don't have 25 layers of mascara on or caked on makeup. It's like, I've just let myself be more, be more natural. Mm -hmm. And there, there is a beauty in that.
1: Absolutely. And I love that you talked about that. You just get to enjoy it now. Mm -hmm. I know you've talked about this, like the self-objectification theory, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's Going through the world, like looking in a mirror, the entire time. Yes. So you're see, you're just trying to figure out how the rest of the world is looking at you. Yes.
0: And seeing you when you really can't figure that out. Right. right? You can only see how you see yourself. That's the part. I'm glad you said that because I do think that's part of the body love movement that starts mm-hmm. to get a little toxic. Is we're still looking at ourselves. Right. All the time. One of my favorite quotes is a client said to me. I want to have the kind of body image that doesn't need an awareness of what I look like when I walk in the room. Oh, that is beautiful. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, I was like, girl, you need to put that on a t-shirt, brand it, and sell it (laughs) because I would buy it. Yes. I'm like, I feel like I need to talk to this client. She's awesome. (laughs) She's so (laughs) awesome. But yeah, it's just that like lack of awareness. And then the cool thing too is that we think of the people we're drawn to, it's maybe superficially there is that initial like draw to their appearance, but really the the humans we're drawn to for connection, it's their personality, their smile, like almost, I can't think of a word other than like aura they put off, right? Yes. And when we're not hyper-focused on our body, we're free to like channel that open energy with people. Absolutely. It
1: allows you to just enjoy life where it's at. It's This is a tangent, but it actually just reminds me of mindful eating, right? Where we mm-hmm. talk to people about how, I call it the like- where's my brownie syndrome, right? Where it's like, if I'm eating a brownie, but I'm doing something else with my mind, like watching TV or doing something else, I miss out on the goodness of the brownie. (laughs) Yeah. But so it's like, if I'm living life, but my brain is so focused on what I'm looking like and how I'm appearing to other people, I miss out on all the joy and all the little moments and all the details of life.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that reminds me of like people going into a gym. Mm -hmm. I've got a lot of clients right now that are nervous about like going back into the gym. Like they're starting to feel comfortable in terms of their safety, but they're nervous because their bodies changed Mm -hmm. over the last year. Like, first of all, who didn't gain weight? over COVID.
1: I am glad you are bringing this up because this has been the conversation with at least 50% of my clients this past week is they're, they're terrified to go into social situations. Because we've all
0: put on weight. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Myself included. (laughs) I mean, we all did. Yeah. I mean, to your point, we can use this to get back into the gym Mm -hmm. because if we are focused on how we look when we walk in the gym, yeah, we're going to feel insecure. And then it takes away from the actual joy of being in there and doing the movements again and feeling stronger and so this is a really crucial
1: time I think for everybody listening to this right now to really start to identify okay where am I on this spectrum yep right where am I on this continuum and where do I want to be like is where I am on this body positivity or body appreciation, body love, the spectrum, is it holding me back from living the life I want to live?
0: And then in terms of the body love, trying to figure out what that means to you and what you want that to look like for you. I think I'm unpacking it. Hopefully it helped you guys figure out where you want to land with that body love, quote love, and what that looks like through your values. Um, but I think moving towards that space of taking care of our body so that it can be our values vessel. Well, Brynn, I'm so stoked. Thank you so much for coming on the show again. My
1: pleasure. I love getting to talk about this. Oh, um, it's awesome. Yes, absolutely. And I'd love to hear like what everyone else is thinking out there, where they're falling on this, what they're, how they're noticing
0: it impacts their lives, um, and where they want to go. Yeah, we live on those stories. So be sure you share them with us. I'll be sure to tag Brynn on the show notes so you guys can stay connected human being oh, we all need a brand in our life. we all need a chest <laughs> <Well>, thank you <laughs> alright everyone we hope you have a wonderful day cheers and happy eating thank you so much for joining me today I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body Real quick, sister, before you go. If you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review, and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, jessbrownrd.com. I've got info on my e course, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations, my 10 step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you, babes, again. Until next time, cheers. Cheers, and happy eating.